Well, this is very curious. Welcome back, everybody. It's hour two of the Donna and Steve experience. And what an experience it has been. Always is. <laughs> She's Donna Valentine. Steve's called me a liar. He's like, you're not authentic on the air. I'm like, I don't even remember anything that just happened. <laughs> I just think there... I think... May I, may I offer this to you? Yes. With deep respect. There are times when you will forget things that we have talked about or that positions you have taken hmm. more frequently, I think, than I. So before... At the end of last hour, I said, I don't know why. I just don't like Cheryl Crow's music. I'm right. happy for her, right. happy for her as a person. I would never say, hey, Siri, play me some Cheryl Crow. Ever, Got never, it. never. Okay. As she tries, don't you dare. Sorry, my phone tried doing it right now. Okay. Same thing with uh, Megan Trainer. I don't know why. And so I was asking, are there any like well-beloved bands that yeah. you just don't like and you don't know why? So then Donna said, yeah, Coldplay is one. The only problem was... About 10 seconds prior to that. I didn't say I didn't like that. She like, had said one of those bands this. You, my talkers, yes, you could be on Coldplay's next album. Oh, I'm listening. I like Coldplay a lot. Me too. And the two of you. I did. I did. Oh, my God. I said, I like Coldplay a lot. And you said, me too. Yeah, I did. And then about wow, 10 seconds worrisome. later, she goes right into, they're one of those bands I don't really like. <laughs> Okay, but I didn't. I didn't use the words "don't really like." I said we were talking about like they're a band that's so huge. Can you keep playing that audio, Mike? I got it right here. So I this is her Chris response. Martin, because he's and you're gonna be part of that new track. Wow, I that's be- a band that everyone <laughs> seems to love. That I'm like, eh. Donna, <laughs> that's crazy. Tell it to the judge. <laughs> you just need to do a plea bargain that's here. Crazy. Hope for house arrest. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. I love Chris Martin. Don't we? I do, but I do. I love. I like when he said Coldplay. I thought I love him. He seems so sweet, and I want to marry him. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Now we. (laughs) You know the band. I just don't know a lot of their music. Right. Understood. Okay. The troubling part is. I said me too. Right after I said I like them a lot. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, that's a problem. Like play a lot. Me too. <laughs> it is nice that we have playback that yeah, we can play things back. So sure. many more marriages and relationships would be well served to have everything they say recorded. It would help to crush so many of those little arguments of like, I didn't say that. Yes, you did. And both people (laughs) feel like both could pass a lie detector test. Right. Because they feel really convinced of it. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Can I hijack this segment? Uh, Sure. Feels like I already have. Okay. Oh, wait. I got to pay the Donna Kelsey story. Can I just tell you about that that. really, really quick? So basically, she's teaming up with some wine company, uh, Barefoot Wine. You've seen Barefoot. Uh, where there's a contest where one winner and three friends get to sit with her in her VIP suite during the game when the Kansas City Chiefs take on the Philadelphia Eagles. She's got one kid on each team, yada, yada. Maybe Taylor Swift might be there. Never know. Never know. Or at a minimum, you know, you get to chat it up with uh, with Donna Kelsey. Yes. And say, hey, what's, what's she like? She All doesn't have- really spill the beans on that much, as we've seen in interviews right? before. But anyway, um, you could go to 
her Instagram post and answer. You have to like it and then answer a few questions about football and wine. Okay. 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 Now you hijack. All right. Um, I have a few songs that came to mind this morning as I was driving in that might make new intro songs for us. Okay. Um, Mike, should we start? Can we start with Coldplay? We certainly can. Do we have that? Yeah. So this, I was listening to Coldplay, and I know you're a big fan. (laughs) I like yellow. That's a good song. She just means the color, everybody. (laughs) Uh, But I thought maybe, maybe it would come in at kind of a weird spot, but maybe it builds into something it's fun. Take a listen to this. Okay. These will get better. So there's a little singing that starts this, right? Yeah. The, yeah. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure I'm in the right spot. Here we yeah. go. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome in. I'm the open to Steve that. experience? I am. Okay. All right. Kill that. Okay. Add it to the list. That's cool. Play. Uh, before I play it's the no other two. It's no fix you. I'll tell you that right now. start saying Coldplay songs. <laughs> You've already. You're a fraud. Uh, the other one I we've we've played earlier behind the scenes a little bit. And I think we've played it maybe once on air, but I just wanted to try it again uh, before the two new ones that I think you might really be into. Uh, so this is Kygo and somebody. This is called Telling It Like It Is. I mean, I like it, don't love it. Okay, okay, that's okay. There are two more. Let's. See. I think yeah, we have time to squeeze these okay. in here. Okay. Um, let's go to anti-social first and this plays right from the top and i even kind of like there's this voice and if you listen to like what the voice says and you think of what our show is it's like yeah that all makes sense this would be a little bit different vibe but it's a guy that we like okay here's anti-social by ed sheeran hey welcome in it's donna and steve my talk 1071 that's ed sheeran travis scott comes in later i like that okay and like all you cool people, you better leave because it's about to go down. You're really <laughs> leaning into like the dance stuff. Good energy. Okay. Now, here is another one that might be a little more up your alley. It's also by Ed Sheeran. Later on the track, and probably where we'd still be talking, comes Chris Stapleton. Even later on the track, we, we would never get to, comes Bruno Mars. But this one, right out of the shoot. I think might really appeal to you. Here is Blow by Ed Sheeran. Hey, welcome in. It's Don and Steve. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! <laughs> Those are my four okay. suggestions. Those are pretty good. They're I... modern compared to what we've done. They're fresher. They're high energy. Each is a little bit different. They all have a different vibe to them. Sky full of stars. Uh, tell it like it is. Antisocial and blow. Mm, what do you like the best? I like um I kind of like antisocial and blow. Can we hear antisocial one more time before we go to break here? All you cool people, you better leave now because it's about to happen. It's just so in the club. Well, we've been in the saloon for a while, Donna. We'll think about That's it. That's a contender. All right. Okay. Could have been a contender. Hey, when we come back, we got a little food news coming your way. Wait until you hear what one dad found when he went through his kid's trick-or-treating bag. Oh, no. Was he at Colleen Lindstrom's house? No. Maybe (laughs) even worse. We'll tell you about it when we come back. Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, guys. It's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. And a message about how social media posts can be used against you in a personal injury case. It's probably the last thing you're thinking about after an accident. And let's face it, these days, it's just 
It's just normal to post about things that happen to you, whether they're good or bad. But here is the thing that I learned from Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant. Insurance adjusters will use anything they can to keep you from getting what you truly deserve in a settlement. Your social media post can be twisted. It can be taken out of context. And that includes both words and pictures. You've really only got one shot at winning your injury claim. So be really careful with your posts. God forbid if something like this has ever happened to you. If you've been in an accident... That results in injury. Make sure you don't wait. Schedule a free case consultation with Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant. You will find him at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. All righty. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. How are the, how are the, the, the headphones working out for you? <laughs> I was just checking in. I've had these for like two months. You have? Yes. <laughs> so that's super alarming when you say that. <laughs> I haven't followed up yet. <laughs> no, because they sound way better. Were you going to start by saying, how are the holidays, though? Were you starting with a Halloween <laughs> thing? No, 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 I okay. wasn't. First of all, why don't you let me drive, and uh, I'm going to pull over right here. Thank oh, you very much. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! <laughs> There's a father in Alameda, California, who says his kids went trick-or-treating. Then he went through what they got and was surprised to find... Applesauce. You got one of the words right. I did? Yeah. Um... Which one? (laughs) (laughs) Sauce. Sauce, okay. Sauce packets. A wide variety of that. Oh, that's rude. Maybe. But it's kind of practical. Heinz ketchup, yellow mustard, barbecue sauce, Taco Bell hot sauce, sriracha, or if you pronounce things like a D-bag, sriracha, (laughs) honey, McDonald's grape jam, soy sauce, oh my and God. poison one sauce. One kid got all this? Yeah. Wow. Jackpot. The dad kind of found it amusing. He said single-serve sauce packets were recycled as treats, but let it not be said that Alameda peeps don't have a great sense of humor. Somebody joked, hey, that sriracha, that's a score because there's been a shortage of that recently. So hang on to it. Another person said, my son came home with a packet of Southwest Airline pretzels. <laughs> Oh, my God, I feel bad for these kids. No, but no, that person went on to say, you can't complain when he still has eight pounds of candy. My son weighed himself to weigh his bag. You know, he stepped on the scale and then picked up the bag of candy. Yep. 10.5 pounds of candy. Wow. Seriously? Yes. He called me at one point. We all started together. Then he went off with his friends and their parents. We were all walking together, and then he was like, okay, they're going to go a couple streets. Great. Stay with their parents and have fun. He then goes to the friend's house, or at one point as he's going through, he's like, hey, we're going to go over here. Is that okay? Yeah, okay, that's great. He called me like four times in a span of 20 minutes, just updating me where he's going to go. Then he calls me from his friend's house on his little watch phone and said, uh, did did Lila stop uh, trick-or-treating yet, or she's, she's still out there? I was like, no, buddy, she, she's been in since like 7 o'clock or oh 7.30. He was like, wait, she has really? And it was probably 8.15. 
And then you hear him say, like, guys, she finished 45 minutes ago. He was in a contest with her. Who could get the most oh my candy God, that's just fun. pure weight-wise? That's cute. And then they, they did the weigh-in, and then I think she had to pony up a full-size candy bar with for whoever got more candy. The winner got even more candy. But, yeah, they're, they're fine. What These are they going to do fine. with all that candy? Eat it eventually. You could restock the closet. Yeah, the pantry. Right. But now they all feel, you know, rightfully so, territorialistic about these things. You know, they just carry around their their sack of candy now around the house. Really? Really, They're just walking around with their candy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Addie came down last night. Make sure they brush their teeth. Santa Claus. Just saying. Oh, wow. We got big dentistry uh, telling me how to parent my kids now. (laughs) Just saying. Great. Baskin-Robbins has a new Thanksgiving ice cream flavor. Oh. It's called Turkey Day Fixins. It combines flavors of sweet potato and autumn spice and mixes in, I don't like this word, but sweet chunks of honey cornbread with tart swirls of cranberry sauce. It sounds terrible. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that's not so bad. Say the cornbread thing again. Chunk, chunks of honey cornbread. Tart swirls of cranberry sauce and flavors of sweet potato and autumn spice in an ice cream again. I uh, did, I, the potato Robbins. part I could do without, but the cornbread part sounds good. There's a TikToker who said it's pretty decent. Uh, they are also taking pre-orders for their turkey cake, which does not include actual turkey. It just looks like a bird that's fresh out of the oven. It can be filled with any ice cream with legs made from sugar cones. Cute. It's also lathered with caramel praline glaze, which gives it a, quote, juicy sheen. Or you could just go to Carvel and get Tom Turkey. Do they sell a Tom Turkey? Yep. Nice. You know, same mold as Santa. Yeah. Wait, is Tom Turkey same mold? Maybe. No, that's Fudgy the Whale and Fudgy Santa. the Whale. They just flip it over. And I think Cookie Puss and Santa might be the same. You mean the turkey. No. Cookie Puss and Santa are the same? I think so. I thought we said Fudgy the Whale and Santa are the same. Yes, because the tail is on Santa is his hat. Right. right. I'm glad we figured this out. I have a suggestion for you, <laughs> my lady. I think that you should go down and get us a couple monsters during the break. <laughs> I'll pay. Okay. All right. And because uh, you don't have any caffeine in you today. That is true. I have zero. And you're getting loot, like kind of punchy, but not not to be confused with mentally sharp focus and nailing it. There have been a couple things just this hour, these last 24 minutes that have been alarming. As a friend, I say that. Oh, I can't ask you how the headphones are. That I kind of just did the, the whale and Santa thing. Then you hated Coldplay, and then you loved Coldplay. Yeah, that was weird. There are a bunch of things that I'm just getting a little nervous about. Okay, give me some money. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a tap. Oh, no. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do the tap. We'll do the tap. Okay, okay? Do don't the abuse tap. the tap. I won't abuse don't the tap. Don't jot down my information. I won't. This is a card. By the way, there was a new world record for the biggest bowl of soup it was a Chinese company that Way cooked to up bury the, lead. the world record serving of soup. It was kind of like a big Romani kind of a bowl. 112 pounds of instant lu- luosifen. Lucifen. 
Lucifer, the devil, 666. Oh, by the way, did you know, when you buy two Celsius energy drinks down in our cafeteria, I bought one for me and you the other day, total after tax, $6.66. Wow, that's expensive. I'll buy you some soup. Donna, I went from Lucifer, then to telling you the price, it is $6.66. 666 was the takeaway. Okay, I get it. 666, Damien, son of a jackal. <laughs> Damien, son of a jackal. All right. That's strange. Uh, Donna's going to go get us some monsters. And when we come back, we're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. 651-641-1071. Call now. Bet on the right person. You win a prize. That's next. Oh, hi. We made it. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Our talk is fun. Mm. Steve's mad at me right now. It's okay. She abused the tap. <laughs> First of all, it was six six six. It was six six six. Right. So. All right. Um, yeah. It was two twenty nine each. So I don't know what that comes out to. Six six eight. <laughs> no tax. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Here's the point. She me. got me one of the sugar loaded ones. So oh. now I'm gonna have to go back. And swap it out next break because this sucker is 55, 58 grams of um, sugar. Oh, sorry. Okay, so I didn't read the label. I only had like two minutes. I got one, one color, one another color. I'm like, oh, variety. We can sample each other's. Mm-hmm. And I didn't it. realize it was full sugar. So sorry about that, Steve. I'm going to swap it out. Are they going to think I stole it? Nah, nah. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm fine. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. After a couple of wins Tuesday and Wednesday, Steve able to get a win yesterday. That means this week will be decided by whoever wins today. We sit at 118 to 113. That is our overall score for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And today, it is National Sandwich Day. Yeah, it is. We're chatting about sandwiches in pop culture. Sandwiches in uh, pop culture. Yep. I, great. There's yes. a lot of sandwiches in pop culture. You'd be surprised. Okay. We got Sherry on the line to play with. Hi, Sherry. Hey, Sherry. Hello. How you doing today? Happy Friday. I'm okay. Oh, I'm a little d- disturbed with you, Steve. You're a little disturbed with mm-hmm. me? Well, no, not disturbed. So this whole song thing, I sent yeah. one in yesterday, and you dismissed it without even listening to it. Oh, no. Which song was it that you suggested so for our new intro? song you didn't even listen to it no but i we didn't listen to it but we know that she said it was the feeling groovy and then i was like okay i know that simon and garfunkel song right but have you listened to the musical intro to that and then it talks about you know slowing down making the morning last you guys are moving too fast the moment last time skipping down the cobblestone i have the simon and garfunkel greatest hits cd i know them i love them brag uh, I, just, okay, uh, I thought I thought you dismissed it without even knowing it. No, yeah, I, I knew what it was, but I just knew it would not check the box that our boss is okay. looking for for it to Fair feel enough. modern and upbeat. But I love Simon and Garfunkel. That whole Greatest Fair Hits enough. album okay. is fabulous. Okay. Are we on good terms again? I forgive you. Thank okay. you. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> now, 
By the way, my wife had someone in a text message that she had never met before. Mm. She had to do like a drop-off thing. Say to her when she was like, oops, sorry, I was late. The person wrote back, blah, 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 blah. I forgive you. She had never <laughs> met the person, and then they forgave her via text. So well, I've never met you either. That's true, yeah, but we, see? but you know, we, we, and it's, it's verbal. It's a whole thing. Anyway. But I, also, I feel like I know you. That's right. See, we, it, it's this relationship. You put it all have. out there, Steve. Oh, sometimes too much, sister. <laughs> With that, uh, today's topic again, sandwiches in pop culture on National Sandwich Day. Who would you like to team up with, Donna or Steve? I think I gotta go with you, Steve, to stay in your good graces. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me go swap that. Yeah, out yeah. Here. I was okay. gonna say. All right. Perfect should I go time. swap it out? All right. This is great. We'll do good. Here you go, right. Donna. Sherry, you Steph in, buddy. High five. Sherry's going on hold. Steve. Answer slow. Okay, I'll answer <laughs> slow. Right. Uh, again, National Sandwich Day today. All these questions have to do with sandwiches in pop culture. Steve, you ready to do this? Just so you know how impressionable I am. Yeah. I will probably call my wife and see if she wants me to stop at Jimmy John's on the way home. Okay. I now need a sandwich. <laughs> need a sandwich. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. And I'm sure there's deals all across the uh, sandwich. Uh, yes. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Today. So we'll see. Let's start it off with this one here from a pop culture standpoint. Thanks to this 25 year old rom com, the owner of Cat's Deli says people are still asking to have what she's having, which of course is a turkey sandwich with Russian dressing and slaw, and they really seem to be enjoying it. <laughs> Uh, This is When Harry Met Sally. In season five of this TV show, a frustrated character explains that the gravy-soaked middle piece of bread called the Moist Maker is what makes his sister's Thanksgiving leftover sandwich perfection. I'm going to say friends. We were introduced to the Captain Crunch and Pixie Stick sandwich in this 1985 classic. Oh, boy. Captain Crunch and Pixie Sticks. We were introduced to the Captain Crunch and Pixie Sticks sandwich in this 1985 classic. Maybe Animal House I'm going to go with. Um, But I think we're going to need these all repeated. I feel good. Well, the second two for sure. Okay. All right. I'll repeat them for Sherry here. Sherry, uh, we're going to, he said he felt pretty good with that first one. How'd you feel about uh, his answer of when Harry met Sally? Yep, spot on. And the second one, in season five of this TV show, a frustrated character explains that the gravy-soaked middle piece of bread called the Moist Maker is what makes his sister's Thanksgiving leftover sandwich perfection. I wasn't sure until you said sister, and that's got to be Ross and friends. All right, and finally, we were introduced to the Captain Crunch and Pixie Stick sandwich in this 1985 classic. He finished on, what was your favorite? Animal House. Animal House. Okay, no, not Animal House. That was the seventies, and um, I think the dog would it have been like Gremlins? Or I'm trying to get away from the dog. Heel, heel. You want to go? You want to change your answer to Gremlins? Oh, I I don't think it's Animal House. That was in the seventies. Eighty five would have been. Grem- that's the only one I can think of is Gremlins. What do you think, Steve? Well, he can't I actually. Can. I'm input. not allowed to help oh, you here. But if you know, if you know, Animal House was the seventies, it'd be probably better to change your answer. Yeah, let's, okay. I, it's, it's a stab gremlins. Gremlins, okay, sounds good. We're going to put all you right. back on Donna, hold. come on. Donna's and got the energy drink. She ooh, made it all the way down after you're back. Nice job, Donna. Thanks a lot, pal. Thank you. Okay. Boy, you got your heart rate up, your yeah. steps in. That's a that's a, that's a a quick turnaround all the way down to the calf and back. You know, everybody around here thinks I'm your personal assistant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, how'd it go? Pretty well. I think, we've, I think we have two out of three, maybe three out of three. Maybe. Okay. Alrighty. I think you'll do well. Let's do it. It's the uh, College of Pop Culture Knowledge Day. It's National Sandwich Day. We're talking about sandwiches in pop culture. Let's start with this one here. 
Thanks to this 25-year-old rom-com, the owner of Cat's Deli says people are still asking to have what she's having, which is a turkey sandwich with Russian dressing and slaw, and they really seem to be enjoying it. When Harry met Sally. In season five of this TV show, a frustrated character explains that the gravy-soaked middle piece of bread called the Moist Maker is what makes his sister's Thanksgiving leftover sandwich perfection. Uh, this is somebody from Friends, maybe. Uh, we were, we were it was TV show, so you're. Oh, no, sorry, Friends. Yep. We were introduced to the Captain Crunch and Pixie Stick sandwich in this 1985 classic. Uh, this is uh, Elf. Okay, anything you'd like repeated? Nope. All right, you got seven seconds. Want to shout out anybody? Nope. <laughs> Before we move forward, yeah, I just want to say, Donna, that I love that every now and again. You guess something that time-wise is so far off. Let's go through these answers here. We'll start with the first one. Uh, thanks to the 25-year-old rom-com, the owner of Cat's Deli says people still come in to ask to have what she's having, which is a turkey sandwich with Russian dressing and slaw, and they really seem to be enjoying it. Of course, that's when Harry met Sally. Ooh, nicely done. Good job, uh, we'll move on to the second one. In season five of this TV show, a frustrated character explains that a gravy-soaked middle piece of bread called the Moist Maker is what makes his sister's Thanksgiving leftover sandwich perfection. Of course, his sister is Monica. He right. is Ross. And that is indeed the show Friends. Yeah. Nicely Woo-hoo. done. Okay. We move on to the final one here as we will... Reread the question. We were introduced <laughs> to the Captain Crunch and Pixie Six Sandwich in the 1985 classic. Oh. This 1985 classic. Steve gave the answer of uh, Animal House and then was informed, no, that was the 70s. So Oops, Sherry happens to me too. changed it to Gremlins. Mm. Don, I guess, the 2004 movie <laughs> Elf. Probably thinking of the spaghetti with candy, candy canes, candy corn, oh, and syrup. Okay, that makes sense. But no, I that mean. is not it. That is the food groups of the elves. Uh, it actually, Gremlins was from 1984. Oh. This sandwich was enjoyed by Allison, the outcast, in the show The Breakfast Club. Oh. The Breakfast Club? Where they all pull out their lunch and she takes the pimento cheese piece of ham, throws it up in the air, and then she dumps all of her pixie stick and that Captain was Crunch. That Ali Sheedy's character? Uh, uh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Oh, oh darn it. Darn. That was a deep cut. That yeah. was a deep cut. Yeah, great movie, though. I love that movie so much. Yep, like Allison we're going to a, uh, so we're going to a tiebreaker, tiebreaker here. Uh, right. How the tiebreaker works is you're all going to hear the question at any point. If you think you know it, yell out your name. I will uh, give you the opportunity to answer. If you're right at that point, you win. If you're wrong, your opponent can hear the remainder of the question. Yesterday, it came down to our caller, and uh, then actually it came down to another question after that. So hopefully we can get it based on this one. Let's find out. Okay. Again, National Sandwich Day. Are you there, Sherry? I am. Let's right. do it, Steve. All right. Let's play. On this TV show... Vivian reveals that she thinks pastrami is the most sensual of all the salted cured meats. Cherry. <laughs> Cherry. I love Lucy. It is not I love Lucy. Gross. Sherry is out. Let's go ahead Steve. and Steve. Okay. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I was not done reading the question, Dang. but uh, Steve is out. That means you get to hear the entire answer. Do not Son ring in, Don. Yeah. Do not ring in until you hear the whole question. Woo. On this TV show, Vivian reveals that she thinks pastrami is the most sensual of all the salted cured meats. This after a failed attempt to incorporate TV, 
a pastrami sandwich, and lovemaking by the character of George Costanza. TV show. The TV show is Seinfeld. Yeah, obviously. There you go. You Who's it. Vivian? One of the characters. She was. Uh, he tried to get his girlfriend to enjoy a. He wanted to incorporate some food in the, in the, the love making session. And <laughs> basically, all he wanted to do is, you know, get done and watch TV and eat a pastrami eat a sandwich. sandwich all at the same time. <laughs> his girlfriend ended up leaving him, to which point Vivian, he was hanging out with, she says, Oh, it's the most sensual of all the cured meats. Oh, my God. That's funny. And then funny. they had some fun in the kitchen. <laughs> I went. Man. <laughs> Sherry, I'm sorry. Sorry, Sherry. That's okay. I still love you. Oh, we love you. Thank you for listening. Uh, next time. You got to win next time. Okay. You guys made my day, though. Thank you very much. Oh, Aww, thanks, thank Sherry. you. Thanks Have a great a weekend. Listening. You too. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. So with that, Donna's the winner for the week. She takes three out of uh, five, and she's at 114. Steve, you're at 118. We could have a new leader by the end of next week. That's the truth of the matter. Things are Maps. things are tightening up. Oh, during but the home Elizabeth stretch. is in next week. Mm. Dang oh, so it. I'll win those two. I mean, it's like it's like playing a game against a mop. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's bad. The same thing with Matt Belanger. I just go in with full confidence that if he's here, I'm going to lose, and if she's here for you, you're going to lose. I don't think she's ever won. I don't think. I need to reach out to her and see what her wheelhouse might be. From organic a food. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Well, no, we don't have time. I uh, we have an Al Pacino update that we can give you. But I thought there's also something fun. That Al Pacino is kind of like lousy news. What about uh, Mike saw Priscilla last night? Yeah. So he's got. You saw it. Yeah. He's got a review. And then I've got some more of the rundown of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Who's going to be there? Some new balloons to look for, other stars to look for. So we'll get into that when we return to Honest Steve, my talk. Hey. Hey, all you little boo things. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Look at me now. I'm sharp. I've had an energy drink. I tell you what, Donna, pre monster and post monster. Oh, two hands on the cup. <laughs> you damn right. Looking presidential. Look, I'm going to drink this whole can. Yeah, this is what I tell you to do. Drink it all. And all your freaking Susie's like are going to email me. and be like, oh, but wait, what about... Just chill out, everybody. It's an energy drink. We're not snorting. Blow! <laughs> love. <laughs> Just Although the effects are probably similar. They're similar, sure. <laughs> they say what happens in our head after we have sugar is similar to cocaine. Mm-hmm. Like right. if you look at like the receptor things that are going, the lights that are flickering on and off. Sure. I believe it. Thanks. And I think of all the pixie sticks I've eaten in my life. I used to pour them under my tongue hoping that it would get into my system quicker. Oh my God. <laughs> That's a thing. Isn't it under the tongue? I don't know. Like, you let something dissolve under your tongue instead of just swallowing it? Hmm. Right? I'll look that up. It Then it gets into your bloodstream quicker or something like that? I know like you that. take heart medication, like, under your tongue. It's probably stuff. for the same reason. Under the tongue is probably, like, where, I don't know, stuff is, bro. <laughs> okay, bruh. Thanks, bruh. All right, what was the fun thing you wanted to talk about? I just had a, f- a fun little thing like uh, about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. We heard yesterday that Cher is going to be headlining the parade. She's got a new Christmas album that is out. Uh, it's going to be starting 30 minutes earlier than normal, by the way. 
It's happening at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, which is half an hour earlier. Uh, it's going to be kicked off by the Grammy winner, John Baptiste. He'll kick that off. In addition to Cher, there will be appearances by Belle Biv DeVoe, Brandy, Chicago, and Vogue, and Hyphen. Never heard of an Hyphen before, but I'm interested. David Foster and Catherine McPhee, who came out with the Christmas album last year. Okay. Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors. Who? Jesse James Decker. Who did you just say? Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors. Jesse James Decker, Ashley Park with some Muppets from Sesame Street, Pentatonix, Paul Russell, Amanda Shaw, Alex Smith, and Manuel Torizo. That sounds like a delicious (laughs) Here we go. Meal. Like I'll have the Manuel Torizo salad, please. It's similar to Chorizo. That's why. It's Chorizo spicy sausage, I think. Seven new balloon giants will be uh, be in the parade as well. Balloon giants. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, I wonder what the new balloon giants are going to be. I cannot wait. You know, I was reading it as written. (laughs) WBNS wrote that. Why did they write floats or whatever? Or what, what do they call them? Giant, what do you? Uh, I don't know, balloons. Or balloon giants. <laughs> oh All right, God. so the seven new balloon giants include Beagle Scout Snoopy, Blue Cat and Chugs. <laughs> this is funny. Kung Fu Pandas Poe, Leo, Monkey D. Luffy, Pillsbury Doughboy. Oh, he's not canceled anymore. And Uncle Dan. Okay, don't know who that is. Uh, why was the Pillsbury Doughboy canceled? Or, or was it canceled because we weren't supposed to be tickling Touching people? People's naked navels. Yeah, he wasn't really canceled. I made that up. You know who was really cute and I wish was back? Who? The Snuggle Bear. Aw, from he was Snuggle cute. Fabric Softener. Cute. He was really cute. I think he spoke too. He kind of looked like your dog. To me, if you were a balloon giant, (laughs) balloon giant, (laughs) Mike, make our conversation better. You went out and you saw Priscilla. (laughs) Just want to quickly give you the snuggle uh, uh, bear. See, now there he sounds a little hopped up. Yeah, a little high there on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's dancing now. Hold on. He's you know, my daughter has a bear that looks just like that that bear. That she is the first stuffed animal that she ever got. All right, Donna. Do you think it'll grow up to be a balloon giant? <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean, you weirdo? I don't know. I, I, I read it from the website. I shouldn't have. In hindsight. Seven balloon giants will debut, it said. Okay. All right. So I'm very interested in this movie. You seem not to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, this is a movie that I think I would go to the theater to see. And you absolutely should. You liked it? It's fantastic. I loved it. Now, it's very... Dark? Um. Well, so let's just say uh, Sarah and I were, we were watching with our eyes the size of saucers. I guess... I knew some of the story. 
let's I didn't realize that, you know, an hour and 10 minutes into the movie, she graduated high school. Yikes. So, yeah, it was exactly as creepery as that sounds. This it was not a good light for Elvis. And that's what oh, his daughter, oh. Lisa Marie Presley, before she died, she got a hold of the script, yeah. Sofia Coppola, and she was like, no, I cannot support this movie the way you're shedding my, you know, my father in this light. She said that uh, it made him look predatorial mm-hmm. and manipulative. And guess what? Yeah, it, it did. did. Very mm-hmm. much so. Let's say, like, because Sarah doesn't, ha- I knew, like I said, knew a little bit about it. I don't have a lot of exposure to Elvis, never really had. Uh, we both left thinking this is a different, that's not the guy I thought I Elvis was. Like, this was... It was hard to watch at times, really, but really, really well done. Kaylee Spaney was incredible as uh, Priscilla. Okay. Some people said she was a little too muted, didn't show a lot of emotion. Yeah, because she was being gaslit the entire time by Elvis. Right. So, like, you're obviously going to be a little muted. That's what Priscilla felt like. And the one thing I want to say is that, sure, Lisa Marie had those opinions, and that's awesome. That's her opinion. That's awesome. That's great. Priscilla Presley was the producer of this movie. And she, it's based on her book. And it's based so, on her book. Yeah. So it's not like it's new in. New information. It's been out there since the 80s. The one thing that this did is I think it it gave you a... So you very much... It's called Priscilla for a reason. You're basically experiencing Priscilla's life through the eyes. eyes. uh, Through her eyes. Okay. So Elvis is leaving often, going on tour, going, doing his thing. She's reading headlines. She's reading newspapers. She's reading magazines. And it's like you're seeing basically the opposite side of what you've seen in all the other Elvis movies where he's performing and he's doing all this stuff. You're just seeing her side of it, which Mm. I thought was really well done. It was a great, great film. I can't wait to see it. it. Can't wait. Isn't that crazy? Like you could like a film even though it feels creepy. Yeah. Yeah, well, a well-told story is yeah. a well-told story, especially right. if it's well-acted. And I also, Jacob Elordi, I haven't seen a ton of things that he was in. He was wonderful as Elvis. I thought he really? was, no, I mean, very unsettling and awful at times, but also very, very good in portraying that character. So I know it's her side. There's two sides to every story, but right. uh, she was signing off on this, so clearly she felt good about her character's portrayal. What, what's the, what was the age difference between them? Um, I believe 10 years. Okay. But she was... When they were introduced the first time, she was a ninth grader. Wow. So she was like 14. Yes. It was 1424, I believe, at the first introduction. I believe, because he was stationed in West Germany at the time. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I had a neighbor whose boyfriend was 10 years older. She was 14. He was 24. They ended up getting married, having kids. Yeah, my my grandparents who were married for more than 40 years, he was 24 and she was 16 when they got married. Yeah, like times have mm-hmm. definitely changed. For sure. You yeah. know, things were different. But hey, anyway, okay. Who's listening? Uber drivers. Yeah. If you're an Uber driver, a cabbie, call us. 651-641-1071.